Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, what the heck did we watch last night? We'll wrap up the Sens' 7-2 loss to Florida in a game that not only officially eliminates them from playoff contention, but a game where they set their franchise record with 58 shots on goal. And two players were sent down from Ottawa to Belleville because Belleville is not mathematically eliminated and they're going for one last play-in push. We'll get into a full weekend preview and when you're listening to this, we will be on our way to Ottawa. Boots on the ground on Saturday. We'll have a preview of that game and more. This is the Locked On Senators Podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 773 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains, please like and subscribe wherever you download your podcast. Also available on YouTube. Today is Friday, April 7th. And Pillsy, it's not a good Friday. It just isn't. No, it really isn't. If you're an Ottawa Senators fan after watching whatever that was last night, you're not feeling too great. But I am excited to be heading to Ottawa for a fun game up against the Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, a first club bell experience. So I'm fired up for that. Oh, definitely going to be a great time. We'll get into that at the end of the show. Let everyone know where they can find us. If you want to say hi, all that great stuff we'll save for the end of the show because I need to get into this shit kicking last night. I know you and Atleem's Martian did a great job in the postcast of trying to make sense of it. A game where the Ottawa Senators had 58 shots on goal. Now, hat tip to our friends over at TSN. They noted that this is the second most shots in a single hockey game when you lose by five or more goals. The LA Kings in 1992 had one more shot on goal in a 7-2 loss. The next team that Ottawa passed, you have to go all the way back to 1974 when the Sabres lost 7-2 in that same situation. They had 55 shots on goal there. So the Ottawa Senators put everything to the net early in the game as well. This wasn't a score effects type 58 shots, right? Where yeah. a team goes up big and they just kind of mail it in the rest of the game. The Senators had 22 shots in the first period. Yeah, it's it's just insane that they were able to muster up all this offense and essentially a third stringer in Alex Lyon is able to just shut the door on these guys. 56 out of 58 shots stopped and a lot of really good saves mixed in there, too. Not just uh, kicking out uh, pad saves like he had to be sharp. The Sens put a lot on him. They had a full five-on-three, and they get nothing done. They get six shots, no goals. So, you know, that's what Marsha and I were saying. You can't really dog the effort of the Sens in this one, but you're just scratching your head. Like, how does this one turn out so damn badly? It's just, yeah, hat tip to the Tendi as well. I actually do want to say Alex Lyon has been playing lights out. Like, I'm not going to call it a hamburger run. They aren't as far back, but, like, he's putting up better numbers than what Andrew Hammond did in his stretch. Since Sergei Bobrovsky lost to Ottawa in, uh, what, two weeks ago, Alex Lyon is 5-0 and 
with a 961 save percentage. Wow. He had a 39 save performance against Buffalo two days ago and then has a 56 save performance against Ottawa. Three goals total in those two games. He's let in seven goals in those five games, Billsy. Super impressive. Got to give your love to, to a backup goalie who, you know what he said after the game, he said every day in the NHL is a blessing. And I think the Sens goalies were kind of learning that on the fly. Levy Marilainen, 20 years old, not his night. Not his night. Like you, We could argue about the Barkov goal a little bit because I know goalies are often taught to do that reverse VH, but in the NHL, you learn pretty quickly that two inches is well, well, well enough to get a goal past you, and the other ones were, were both pretty leaky. Yeah, and uh, the thing, uh, the issue with that second goal, Ross, is that's not just anyone with the puck there. That's Alexander Barkov, and he has like three seconds to scan, find his spot, and pick it. Like, you need to be watching what he's doing and being like, oh, man, he's targeted on my top shoulder. I can't just stay in that position there. So, you know, we're a goalie-friendly show. We usually try to prop up the goalies. We usually try to find other points to other spots to point blame Ross but I mean neither goalie had a save percentage above 800 in this one this one's on the tendies and you know it's it's not so like damning and like it's you know we got to get mad at them they're two young tendies that are thrown in a very difficult position so I'm not mad at them but this is just a matter of the Sens could not get a save last night yeah I mean it doesn't make it any less disappointing right you you look back and Let's go since the trade deadline. Do you want to say that as as kind of a uh, measuring stick point? Senators sure. are 26th in the National Hockey League in even strength save percentage. And I bet you it's even worse if I do it, let's say, from uh, March 18th. It seems like that's kind of when things real. Well, no, the, the real problem was the Chicago game. So this day we, day we were on our way back from Cabo. So that would have been Monday the 6th. So since Monday the 6th, yeah, 26th. An, 891 save percentage is not going to cut it. You can imagine all the teams below them not fighting for playoff positioning. Except somehow Buffalo has an 881 at even strength. Yeah, which is surprising. But they've got the three-headed goalie uh, tandem going on there. So I guess they're just mixing it around. Yeah, anyways, way off topic. But uh, I I don't, like you said, I don't think it's their fault fault per se in, in the big grand scheme of things we yeah. were we were banging the drum saying look once you make the jacob chicken trade two days before the deadline why aren't you giving like that six round pick would have looked a lot better on a, a veteran depth goalie than it would for patrick brown although i love the snow shower last night that was hilarious that that he put on there and an assist at his guy yeah. <laughs> but uh no like matt like Dorian said, Matt Sogard's NHL ready. I don't know about that. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it's just too much too soon. And Ross, I'm I'm getting real nervous that Matt Sogard is going to go through the Philip Gustafson development path. And it's, it's not going to work out for him if he's being pushed and uh, put into positions too early, too soon. Just like it seemed Philip Gustafson was. And then... He goes off into a different situation and flourishes. So I I just hope that doesn't happen here with Mads. I think another year as a full-time starter in Belleville would do a lot for his development. I think that would be the right move. Do you think he starts tomorrow? We should mention that Levy Marilyn and Ridley Gregg both sent down to Belleville. We'll get into that the next segment. But 
you can't go back to Cam Talbot now. Like, like, hey, we're proving our point with you, man. We're going to make sure that you understand that your play has been unacceptable. You're a healthy scratch. And then that happens on the ice. Yeah, both goalies get put in and neither of them has any sort of success. Ross, I don't think Cam Talbot's going to play for the sense. Like, I feel like that's almost the move where he's just going to be like, you guys healthy scratched me. You No, he, he doesn't have the choice, man. Come on. And he's playing for his next contract. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I feel like that's one of those situations where he's just like, nope, I'm done with you guys for the rest of the season. There's only a handful of games left. It'll be interesting to see what happens here because I guess I, I think they're going to start Mads. Um, but it's just what what happens if Mads gets hurt or has a really rough start? Then what? You're just going to toss Talbot in there? Like, I don't know what's going to happen with this situation. It's it's now turned into a very awkward, tense situation here with the goalies. And it almost feels like it's come from a place of pettiness from the general manager, doesn't it? Well, and, and coach, yeah. Yeah, like they feel like they were wronged by Cam Talbot. That's the sense I'm getting. Or at least they're they're saying that We've made a big mistake here, and you're not the goalie we thought you were. So, with four games left, like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So, we're going to try to save face and not trot you out there anymore. I don't know. I don't know, honestly. But it, it, a spoiler, it's not saving face. We, yeah. No, it's, look, it's looking that. bad. Yeah. I mean, if the goalies had done an average job last night, maybe you're thinking it's okay. But yeah, I don't know, Ross. But at the same time, I, I think both of us were in agreement that it, it was time to play the young kids and seeing more of Cam Talbot is irrelevant. Totally. But at that, if we're going with that thought process, then why was Levy Marilyn and reassigned this morning? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because you and I were like, hey, ride the two kids the rest of the season. Whatever happens, happens. Yep. One bad game. No, you're go back to Belleville, figure it out. It just seems like the plan is there's no plan. Yeah, it really does seem like that. And I don't know, I I was talking to you, Ross, mate, and uh, you're on the other side of this, and we'll get more into this in this uh, next segment. But maybe they truly do think that the best uh, thing for these guys is to send them to Belleville, get in a play- play-in series, and maybe that's what they think is best. I don't know. I'm just trying to get in the head of what is the motives here with these moves. The Belleville Senators are 27th place in the American Hockey League, and dead last in their division. But sure, the games are meaningful. Yeah, they have a chance on paper with four games left. We'll get into that as well on the other side. But I want to talk about Ridley Gregg and Levy Marilyn and being sent down from Ottawa after a disastrous game that saw a lot of violence. And the boys took a good look at that in the postcast. So if you missed that, go check that out wherever you get your podcast. You are listening to Locked On Senators. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one sportsbook in North America, and for a good reason. They are the trusted online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. They have an app that's simple, safe, secure, easy to use. That's where I go to make my wagers. Probably toss a couple shekels on the Tampa Bay-Ottawa game while we're there. It's nice to get some action in on the game. And if you're looking for a different type, you can do same game parlays. You'll get bigger payouts for a bigger chance when you do a same game parlay. And Sue wrote in on YouTube asking Pilsy what your strategy is. We're going to get into that in the offseason for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, going to have to go back to the drawing board for my gambling strategy. That's for sure. 
you don't want mine. I promise you that. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's there's hot times and there's cold times, but. The best place to put any wager in is at FanDuel. That's the sports book that we love. And if you're a new customer, check out the no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So check it out at FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NBA. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. You know how much we love our friends at the Glebe Central Pub. We will be at the Glebe Central Pub after the game tomorrow night. We're going to head there on the shuttle. Why not get there, have a few cold ones, a few frosty ones, some wings, and play some darts. Have always a great time at the Glebe Central Pub. I mentioned the shuttle. Well, you can get tickets to the shuttle to and from for $15 to the CTC. They have one for each of the two remaining home games. So get your tickets now. Leave your keys at home and just have a great time. Absolutely no responsibility other than making sure that you're having the best time possible. $15 round trip. Get it at GlebeCentralPub.com and go early. Get a pint. Have a bite to eat. Fill up and the bus leaves one hour before the game. Then it will return to the Glebe Central Pub afterwards. And that's where all the shenanigans begin. So go check them out. They're at 779 Bank Street in the heart of the Glebe. Glebe Central Pub. We'll see you tomorrow at the Glebe Central Pub. All right, Bilzy. I don't really have much else to say about last night's game beyond the fact that it got out of hand. Do you think there's any way that the refs could have, you know, nipped this one in the butt a little bit earlier on? Because this one finishes with Ottawa having 88 penalty minutes and the Florida Panthers having 78. I don't really think so, Ross, just because this all was a boiling point for the Senators. Like, your season's on the line. You got so many injuries. You're up against a division rival Florida Panthers team, and you're playing, honestly, a a decent game. It's just all falling apart under you, and this is just the Sens players and coach. DJ Smith got tossed from this game as well, just saying, we are sick of going through what we're going through, and we want to take our frustrations out on Anyone and anyone is the Florida Panthers tonight. And I think it was going to happen regardless of who they were playing and what the refs did, honestly. That game had 166 combined penalty minutes. Math guy. That is the most combined penalty minutes in an NHL game since November of 2016. (laughs) You have to go back a long time. For the last game that got as out of hand as that. And Austin Watson, by the way, left with injury, which is another kind of... I know they have a couple extras right now. So is Gambrell and Gauthier the automatic entries into the lineup now with Ridley Gregg and Levy Marilinen down? But Austin Watson got hurt in that game. So he left with injury. Brady Kachuk was kicked out. Then they started just handing out 10-minute misconducts like they were going out of style. Alex Dabrinka got one. Um, who else got one in this game? Uh, did Casty get one? Patrick Brown got one. Casty got one, and honestly, did he? Yeah, 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 he did. But yeah, okay. I was almost surprised that they only gave him a two-minute roughing and a 10-minute misconduct. He could very well be getting a suspension coming his way. I know he he saved Artem Zub from, from getting a beating from yeah. Giovanni Smith. His gloves were off, though, so it was technically a fight. And he yeah. just came in and said, no, 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 no. We can't have that. 
I don't know what they're going to do there. Yeah, especially with uh, Zub with a recently broken jaw. The last thing you need is to get uh, a haymaker to the face. Yeah. From their toughest player. Like, Zub is is not a fighter. No, no. Yeah, he, he he's not he's in a position where he should not be fighting there. So you remember who his one fight was against? It was recently. Uh, season. It was your travel day to Cabo. Yeah, it was Detroit. I remember I was watching that at the baggage claim line at Pearson Airport. Just giving absolute fist pumps. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I was at Pearson, so the fist pumps were. Uh, Nobody smiles at Pearson. No, there was no smiles there. Uh, I forget who it was. Hint, he doesn't play for Detroit anymore. Bertuzzi? Yeah, he fought Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah, nice. Wow. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, a little different than uh, Giovanni Smith, though, for sure. A guy who can handle himself. Him and uh, Casty's fight was hilarious. They were just playing Ring Around the Rosie. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, I was watching the game uh, with Simone, and uh, she was like, what are those two players doing? And I was like, they're trying to fight. They're just dancing. Ring Around the Rosie there. They're dancing. Yeah, just a tango. Um, so Ridley Gregg gets Ottawa's second goal of the game. I tweeted out just a, a random juxtaposition. He has two NHL goals. The first one was against St. Louis. He scored the seventh goal in a 7-2 win. And last night, he scores the second goal in a 7-2 loss. And now he's reassigned to Belleville. What do you think yeah. of that move? I don't know. because Yeah, he's on a three-game point streak. Also, juxtaposition. That should be word of the day. That is a That's a good one. Juxtaposition. The fact of two things being seen or placed close together with contrasting effort, effect. Juxtaposition. Ooh. It, is that right then? Contrasting effect? Well, yeah, because they won one and lost one. Okay, yeah. Good call. I think so. Yeah, no, no, no. That's dead on. That's dead on. I hey. love it. Great word. Um, I... I, the only thing I can say for this, Ross, is they truly think that Belleville has a chance to make the play-ins. But I know you think it's hilarious, and when you look at where they are in the standings, it is, but they're only two points back. They're two points back, and the two teams ahead of them are playing tonight. So they're guaranteed to be more than two points back by the end of tonight. Yeah, and there's games in hand. But, like, it's... <laughs> okay. But... The Sens are mathematically eliminated. Maybe they're like, hey, if we do a big push here, we'll get a little bit more playing time uh, for for some of our developing guys. But then, I don't know, then why didn't... Yeah, why didn't Igor get sent down and and uh, so somebody just as a placeholder come up? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out why they would do this, Ross. I, I don't know. I think the theme of today's show is the plan is there is no plan. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, it's it's mind-boggling to me. Like, you look at this team. Yeah, they, they're going to have this push. What's to make you think they're going to win three or four of their final games? They have three wins in their last ten. Yeah, and this roster is decimated. Like, it's... I have no clue. Honestly, I have no clue. I, I'm just trying to be positive in, in believing that there's a chance because uh, I would love to go to CAA Arena with the, the good people of Bay of Quinty and enjoy some play-in hockey, but I don't know. I'm not even trying to be like overly negative. I just think it's it's unrealistic to to think that they have any chance of and their their schedule is is against good teams. They play the first place Marlies who are 25 points ahead of them twice in their final four games. Like I don't know. Anyways, it's neither here nor there. Ridley Gregg will help in Belleville hopefully. 
Um, and I would, I am happy that Levy's going to go down there and play because as as great of a story as Mark Sinclair was, forty-one save shutout, still doesn't get the win. Ridiculous, crazy. They need they need Levy to get games, and if it's not going to be in Ottawa, or if you're worried about his confidence being completely shattered, Tampa's not an easy team. Carolina's not an easy team, although he did well against them last time. Those are the next two games, obviously, for Ottawa, the final homestand. And there goes my theory, like, give us a home start for Levy. No. <laughs> Not happening. No, again, no, no, can't can't do that plan. But anyways, I, I hope it's Mads on Saturday in the NHL, and I hope it's Levy in, in the AHL because you have to yeah. know what you have in these two guys because a lot of their future is either hinging on them or you better get on the phone this summer and find somebody who can stop the puck right now. Yeah, I think you owe it to both those guys to give them more time in the minors and not put them oh, in like, a position. I, I, I'm not saying Levy, like, I'm not saying that he's letting people, he's 20 years old. Yeah. Like, that, to expect a goalie to be that good right away. I'm just saying Ottawa needs an answer at the NHL level right now. So if you're not going to, or if you think that last night was enough sample to know it's not him, well, you better turn your attention and say, yeah, Levy, then it's the right decision. And if you're worried about his confidence, I would have let him ride out this season and go into next year and then make that decision. Hey, go play in Belleville this whole year. Him and Mad split the games. Mando's still in the mix too. But like, I mean, you need a guy at the NHL level who can stop the puck because this team proved up front and and they had scoring chances. I don't want people to think shots were from the outside. Alex Lyon made some ridiculous saves. The cross one-timers, the glove saves, like he was unreal. You want to talk about scoring chances? I tweeted it out from Natural Stat Trick. The Ottawa Senators had 35 scoring chances. The Panthers had 16. The Ottawa Senators had 18 high-danger chances. The Florida Panthers had three high-danger scoring chances, and they scored seven goals. (sighs) Wow. Let that sink in. Seven goals on 16 scoring chances, did you say? Yeah. And that's just whatever a general scoring chance is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just brutal, man. Just It's a tough way to go out. And it almost yeah. feels like the way the center of their season went, right? Like, just so many ups and downs and twists and turns. And, and when you go over one of those turns, something jumps out in the corner and, and injures half the team. Like, it's tough. And at this point, so here, let me ask you this question as we go into segment three. Do you just shut down all the injured players right now and just yeah. say, don't even bother coming back, your Chikrins, your Shabbats, all that, just like, let's let's regroup, let's have a good summer of training and, and get, get refocused next year? Big time. I mean, uh, before last night, Ross, you were rehabbing them hard, hoping they were going to get ready for round one, but now... Uh... Now that they're mathematically eliminated, I think you just uh, you just say, go home, chill out for a bit here. Um, so my final question for you before we get to segment three, should I be packing my goalie bag to head to Ottawa? I mean, it's not a bad idea. Or at least, Ross, pack your goalie bag if you're in the Belleville area because I think there's there's it's honestly not that crazy to think that you could uh, back up a game in Belleville with the string of goalies there they've had to find here. It's wild. Imagine an in-game cast uh, sitting on the bench. That'd be all time. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'm down. On the other side, I want to have a bit more of a conversation about last night's game, more of the fallout of last night's game, and also looking ahead 
to what's going to be an awesome weekend. I'm getting all my grievances out this show. Nice. It's going to be all good vibes. I tried to rock the bucket hat for today's show. Doesn't work very well with the uh, the over-the-ear headphones. <laughs> it's This is why you watch on YouTube. Completely ridiculous. But the vibes will <laughs> be elite this weekend. Oh, the yeah. Senators are putting on $5 beers pregame. We'll get into all that and more. You're listening to Locked On Senators. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Indeed. Guys, if you're looking to hire anyone, you need Indeed. It's the best hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites. Just use Indeed. Find top talent with Indeed's powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting Everyone does. Indeed, U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employees find quality candidates the moment they sponsor a job. It's happening quick. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply for your job than candidates who only see it in search. With Indeed matching as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes match your job description. Boom. It's fast. Indeed does the hard hiring work for you. Just sponsor a job and we'll match you with quality candidates who resumes on Indeed fit your job description right when you post. So Indeed knows you're growing your own business. You have to make every dollar count. With Indeed, you only pay for applications that match your must-have job requirements. So everyone that doesn't meet your requirements, you don't need to worry about that. Just visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Pilsy. So the Ottawa Senators season is officially all but over. Get these cats out of here. <laughs> I wish you could have done that last night with the I know, eh? The Lions and Panthers were getting in the way. My God. Hey, before we uh, wrap up this, I-, I have to give some stick taps. Eric Carlson has 98 points this year. Good. 98 points. He's going to have 100 points as a defenseman. And this is after I think a lot of people kind of wrote him off, saying he's he's on the downward spiral and is going to end his career soon. Like He didn't write back. Yeah, exactly. He showed everyone, nah, still got it. That's ridiculous. I think as we're talking about defensemen, it is worth noting, like the Senators' decor the last two weeks, I almost think you have to give them credit for, for kind of balancing for at least a little while. Eric yeah. Brandstrom stepped up in a big way. Yep. I thought Tyler Clevins played great through his first five NHL games. JBD, I think he's shown that he can play. How about JBD being plus two, by the way, last night in a 7-2 yeah. loss? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good feeling for him. And Ross, the, the biggest thing is Jake Sanderson has not stumbled at all. Like he's emerged as this team's number one defenseman with or without Shabbat in the lineup. And he just seems to get better and better and any pressure and any sort of responsibility handed his way. He takes on very seamlessly. Like it's just, it it seems so easy for a rookie out there. Sanderson is an absolute legend. 
Oh, it's going to be great to see his development continue. He's sitting at 29 points right now, which is, is that first among rookies or did Owen, Owen Power actually had a few points since then. Owen Power's at 34 points on the season and and Owen Power is averaging 23, 44, but those two, I think going forward are going to be great head to head comparisons throughout the year. Ironically, the American playing for the Canadian team, the Canadian playing for the American team in this situation. So internationally, we're going to have to put our Owen Power uh, uh, jerseys on for that one. But no, Jake Sanderson, certainly a a great story. And we'll have plenty of time after the season. We're going to do full exit interviews. We're going to do two per day. We've already been mapping out how we're going to make the timing work between exit interviews and draft rankings. I know the senators don't have a pick right now in the first three rounds, but I still love doing the draft rankings and it's just to help everyone be a little bit smarter of a hockey fan. We have to do the research that day to figure out who these kids are. And then it it helps on, on draft day. And it's also fun to be able to share that with the fans of the team who drafts them. Cause I think it's always fun to get an unbiased view of before they're picked by a team. What do we think of the player? How do we project them? All that. So that's all coming up on Locked On Senators five days a week through free agency up until the first weekend of July. So don't go anywhere. We're your team every day, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And Pilsy, one of my favorite parts of doing this with you each and every day is our boots on the ground experiences. We've had multiple yep. of them now. Remember the 310 days, who's counting, when we didn't have Sens hockey during the pandemic? And now... We're on, what, our fifth, sixth trip back to Ottawa? Yeah, and uh, every time it's it's just so nice coming back to Ottawa, and especially now that the weather's a little nicer too, that helps out. Uh, and it's even though this game is technically meaningless, the Sens are eliminated, I'm going to have a blast, and I'm fired up to get together with Sens fans on We're a good e- Saturday night. We each went to four games this season, is that right? Because I went to the game in Winnipeg. You went to the game in Chicago. Sorry. And then we each went to three in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. I like that. Home opener. Chris game. Tampa Bay at the end. Love it. I like the template. Home opener always. Final weekend of the season always. Unless we know they're in playoffs. Then maybe we push that a couple weeks and go to the playoffs. And then a game in the middle of the season. Whether it's around Christmas or uh, in the middle of the kind of February, whatever uh, the event calls. And that Chris Neal night was obviously great until the third period when Patrick Kane decided to ruin everything for us. Come on. Brutal. But, you know, it's not brutal. $5 pints in the plaza. It's fan appreciation night for the Senators on Saturday and Monday. But we're planning on being there, like, basically when the first pints poured. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll be tapping those kegs. Dang, right, we will. You can help out, eh? Exactly, yeah, I'll get back there, yeah. There you go. So, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to come hang out, get to the game early. We're going to aim to be there about 4.30. Usually we're up in the 300s. We love that. Uh, We want to take care of the postcast, boys. We want to, you know, end off the season feeling good and and making the most of it. So, shout out to Sens. We'll be uh, over there crushing egg rolls in uh, in Club Bell. Need a shawarma palace, by the way. Big time, yes. There's one renovation they need to do this summer. Get the Shoreman Palace boys into the CTC. But, yeah, before the game, anyone wants to hang out, you can find us on Twitter at Send Central. Shoot us a note. But we'll be in gate one crushing a few health drinks with our boy Martian and Jack Richardson will be there as well. Pilsy, what are you hoping to see from the game? Is there a locked-on player you have already in mind? Honestly, Ross, I just want to see an improvement in goaltending because if the goaltending is that bad, it just – takes all the air out of the balloon and all those chances, all those power plays, all the the physicality, 
it's all kind of it's all for naught at that point because it just seemed Ross that any time the Panthers brought the puck up ice, it was likely they're going to score like that. When the Sens got that five on three power play, it's a fourth goal. Ekblad and Cousins are in the box. The Sens do not score on that power play. Ekblad gets out of the puck, uh, out of the box, scoops up the puck, flips it up ice to Cousins, and Cousins goes down the ice and just scores like with ease. So that was just a brutal, brutal sequence for the Sens. And it, I just, I just want to see momentum being able to be built and not have the goaltending just collapse. I don't want to do this to you. I don't want to do this to Sens fans. Oh, no. We're going to have a grumpy Tampa Bay Lightning team. Yes, this is true. Ottawa beat them 7-2 a couple weeks ago. And then, uh, well, they kind of figured it out from there. They lost the next game in Boston, tightly contested. They outshot Boston. They lost 2-1. Then they have a three-game homestand. Or, sorry, they finish off with a shutout win in Carolina. Then they win two games at home, a shutout and a big win, 5-1. But now they're on a three-game road trip. They just lost 6-3 in New York on uh, Wednesday. And then last night, 6-1 to the Islanders. So, and that was Stamkos' thousands game. So you know they wanted to yeah. give him a good effort. They didn't. I'm nervous that we're going to see the best of the Bulls. Yeah, I agree, Ross. I think the, they're going to be very pissed off. Although I'm pretty sure Tanner Janot won't be a part of the lineup. I don't know if you saw that highlight. He kind of had a Brassard-like incident oh. where he fell on his own leg. Uh, so I'm not a doctor, but that didn't look good. So they're going to have uh, even more injuries. I don't think Hagel's playing or or Sorelli or Chernak. So at least uh, there's going to be a lightened roster here, but they're going to be grumpy and they got to get ready. They got to flip into playoff mode. Like that team is one of those teams that during the regular season, they can kind of lay low, but then they flip the switch on. They better start doing that now. And it's almost, it's almost difficult for them to get up for the regular season. Like they know what they've been able to accomplish in the playoffs before. And they've known since November, it's going to be them against the Leafs. Honestly. Yeah. And now we know that it's going to start in Toronto. I love it. We're going to get the Leaf Pile Game 7 again. Like I that's, know. Yep. That's the best. I was cheering for them to get home ice. We're so oh, boy. Um, Locked on NHL, which I do uh, each Wednesday with Mike DiStefano, a friend of the show, great guy, host Locked on Leafs, host Leafs Lunch, uh, Al's brother, you might know him more so, from uh, TSN's Overdrive. But um, we did our show, and, and we talked about the Leafs a little bit at the start, and I, I named it. Why does this year feel different for the Toronto Maple Leafs? It feels different, Ross. It's just it always, different. It always feels different, but then it's always the same. So, yeah, it's going to be tough for us. Eh? Forget about the players. Tough for us. We're going to be cheering so hard for Ottawa on Saturday. But then by next week, we're going to be the biggest Lightning fans in Canada. Yeah, that's honestly true. Yeah, we will be full force Nick Paul, Tampa Bay Lightning Super fans. fans. Yeah. Super fans, I'm telling you. Now, wouldn't it be nice to see Matthew Joseph score his first even-strength goal of the season tomorrow? It'd be nice to see him score any type of goal, Ross. I mean, he's only uh, he's still at three on the season, right? Yeah, not in the last 23 games. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, now, Nick Paul's also slowed down offensively, but we know that Nick Paul does it all. That's the thing, yeah. And even, even with being slowed down offensively, I'm pretty sure it's 32 points, so... Still yeah. a nice season for uh, a guy has, like Nick Paul. He has one assist and no goals in his last 15 games. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. 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 
But I mean, Matthew Joseph probably has similar. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, anyways, I think it's more so Pierre Dorian was just kind of, you know, Oprah meme, verbal meme where it's like, you get paid, you get paid, you get paid. Like he locked up all Josh Norris, Tim Stutzla, you're feeling good. And then he's like, four years for Matthew Joseph. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, at the time I didn't hate it though because he was coming off a big uh, finish to that season. But games, yeah, yeah, tough, eh? Very tough, very tough. Ah, brutal, man. It's unfortunate, but it's the way she goes. We're still gonna have such a time this weekend. And look, there's lots to be excited about for the Ottawa Senators as well in the future. Lots, but of course, the day after they get eliminated, not ideal. But they are still. Very much improved from last year, which we think could have been even more. But right now, they have eight more points than last season with three games to add to that. Last year, they finished seventh in the wild card race. You're hoping that they can stay with Buffalo. Probably looks less likely now than ever uh, with Buffalo with those uh, two games in hand and being two points up on them. They do have that head-to-head at the end of the season. But are you are you with me now? Or did that Florida hate fest last night change your mind? I'm still all the way out on the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's the team I want to miss. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I do not want uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins in the playoffs. That's That would bring me joy to see them not go to the playoffs. All right, Pillsy, final thoughts from you as we get ready to head to Ottawa where we're going to be at the Senators game tomorrow. Be there early. Let's have a pint and yeah. cheers to an emotional season I think would be a fair way to put it but honestly it really does feel like darkest before dawn and I don't know how many yeah. years I can say that for because I think <laughs> we're going on two maybe three right now Yeah, but it really does feel they're on the cusp of something special yeah it really does that's the thing like I think last year was tough because you're going into the offseason being like another failed season there's so much uncertainty like there's so many pieces this team needs I feel like apart from the goaltending they pretty much have all these pieces and they can figure out the bottom six. So there's hope going into next season. And look, Ross, I know it's tough. They just got eliminated from the playoffs. This is a meaningless game, but we've had years of meaningless games and we still got stoked for Sens games. So I'm just going to, I'm taking this one as this is a leisure Sens game. I'm probably not going to put any, uh, or at least not too many wagers on it. We're not going to be too focused uh, on things. On goal though. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, we're, we're there to have fun. We're going to have a blast. We're going to be at the beer garden all day. We're going to be at Club Bell. Then we're finishing off at the Glebe Central Pub. It's just going to be a good old-fashioned hockey weekend in Ottawa. So I'm looking forward to that. And you and I, together at Sens Games, 9-0-1. Yes. The Ottawa Senators are 9-0-1 when we have boots on the ground together. And that dates back to April of 2017. There's game. There's home games. There's away games. There's preseason games and everything. <laughs> yeah. But when we go, the Sens play well. So keep that in mind when you're heading to FanDuel.com/slash/locked-on. All right. Yeah. My final thoughts. Safe travels, Pillsy. I'll see you tonight, and uh, we can't wait for tomorrow. Boys are fired up. Let's finish off strong. Two more home games. And then that final game against Buffalo. Let's make it a good one. Let us know in the comments what you want to see of this remaining three games. What's the one storyline that you are locked on to? I'm curious what the answers are. No postcast tomorrow. We might do an impromptu one at the Glebe Central Pub. Who knows? But it's it's just going to go by vibes. That's how we're going to roll with it tomorrow. No postcast. And with the game Saturday and Sunday last week, we have now had a show 
for 12 straight days. Yeah, your team every day. Including postcast, we've done 18 shows in the last 12 days. <laughs> oh, man. I wouldn't have it any other way, though. I love it. Oh, man. And we can't thank everyone enough for making us your first listen each and every day, really, from the bottom of our heart. It's been an amazing season for the growth of the show, and we look forward to continuing that as new ownership comes in, decisions are made in the front office, and for the players you'll see on the ice next season. But this is not goodbye. We'll be here Monday to start another fantastic final week of the season, but there is no offseason for Locked On Senators. But for today, we say goodbye. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan, and this has been the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day.